Hello everyone and thank you once again for tuning in. Um, Welcome to another episode of our podcast series where we chat to members of our Incision and Global Surgery family in national working groups around the world. Today I have with me Dr. Patel, um, a member of Incision from Zambia. Dr. Patel, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Um, sure. So my name is Dr. Naeem Abdul Yusuf Patel. I am the national chair of uh, Incision Zambia and uh, currently a surgical trainee here in Lusaka, Zambia at the University Teaching Hospital. So firstly, I want to know, why did you go into medicine? Um, I would say that uh, ever since I was a child, um, I saw my uncle uh, treating patients because my uncle is a doctor and he is my role model and um, he introduced me to the field of medicine at a very young age and I, I was very passionate about medicine since then. So you decided pretty early on that you wanted to be a doctor? Yeah, definitely. I decided that I wanted to be a doctor uh, uh, during my primary school days but uh, I chose surgery um, as, uh, as a passion in, uh, during my uh, medical school years, especially in my uh, third year when I was rotating through surgery. Can you tell me why um, surgery in particular called out to you? Um, surgeons need to be um, excellent problem solvers. They need to be confident, uh, decisive, and willing to take uh, full responsibility for every decision uh, they take. And I believe that I have these qualities. Other than this, um, when, I, when I was rotating through uh, surgery as a medical student, I saw firsthand the prognosis uh, or the post-op outcome. When there's a problem, the surgeon go, goes in there, removes the problem and solves it. So it still comes back, uh, you know, it comes down to problem solving. And I love, I love this uh, uh, characteristic of surgery as a whole. Um, that's really interesting. And at which point did you get involved in global surgery and how did that come about? Um, no, having studied medicine uh, from a high income country like Russia uh, and undertaking my internship training uh, in low and middle income country here in Zambia, um, I realized instantly the situation with regards to healthcare delivery is quite different. And um, during my uh, third year in medical school, we had a short rotation in public health. Mm-hmm. And, I hear, and here I realized that the healthcare problems of the developed nations are not the same as the ones for low and middle income countries. Mm-hmm. So these differences uh, you know, uh, were very curiosity picking for me as a resident of low and middle income country, as I saw these differences firsthand. Um, so you see this curiosity eventually gave rise to a very strong interest uh, in global health. And I eventually began reading about it. And um, surprisingly, in 2015, just a year before my graduation, the Lancet Commission of Global Surgery was launched. And because I had already developed a passion for surgery, I immediately saw the difference of universal access to safe, affordable surgical, obstetric and anesthesia care and how it saves lives, prevents disability, and promotes uh, economic growth, especially uh, keeping uh, low- and middle-income countries uh, as uh, the primary uh, place. 
And to add the cherry on the icing, you know, um, the College of Surgeons of East and uh, <clears throat> Central <clears throat> Africa, um, COSEXA, um, that I'm affiliated to as a, as a member trainee, um, it has been on the forefront of global surgery for the last two decades. And this gives uh, me more motivation and inspiration to be part of the, the global surgery family. Other than this, um, it is important to know that um, about 74% <clears throat> excuse me, of Zambians do not have access to safe, affordable and timely surgical obstetric and anesthesia care. Also, only 26% of Zambians are able to access hospitals that can perform a cesarean delivery, laparotomy and stabilization of open fractures. And, uh, and so to address this, Zambia is doing a lot uh, in its capacity. But this gave that, uh, you know, that rise and passion for mm. global surgery uh, for me. So how did you first get involved with um, Incision? So, um, you know, having acquired this uh, background knowledge on global surgery and what organizations and strategies are, are, in, are already in place, both locally and nationally, uh, and nationally, sorry, but both locally and globally, um, I found out what incision is and what it's doing um, with regards to global surgery and what its visions are. So I, with my colleagues, decided to start a national working group affiliated to incision uh, last month in March. And um, our community um, is growing quite uh, at a rapid uh, and steady pace. And we hope to deliver the message of global surgery through um, through incision uh, Zambia. Uh, because you see the medical students here, what we've known, including some health, a lot of healthcare professionals don't know what global surgery is in its entirety. So we hope to um, you know, educate these people, the future surgeons, anesthetists and uh, obstetricians about global surgery so that they can play a vital and a focal uh, role uh, when it comes to global surgery and surgical care in, in Zambia. You've mentioned that you um, got your national working group together um, last month in March. So how has that been, sort of organizing that and getting it together? Have there been any obstacles or any difficulties or anything at all you'd like to talk about with regards to creating your own national working group in your community? Um, the only obstacle we're facing right now is obviously the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, we had a lot of plans uh, of holding workshops, seminars, and conferences with medical students and other healthcare professionals regarding global surgery and incision, introducing them to Incision Zambia. But unfortunately, uh, due to this uh, pandemic, we have not been able to organize such gatherings uh, to promote social distancing and uh, preventing this pandemic to growing even more in, uh, in our country. So that's the only obstacle I feel uh, we have Otherwise, we have full support uh, from the local organizations like Zambia Medical Association. Uh, we have full support from the experts in global surgery, um, like uh, uh, Professor Emmanuel Makasa, who is a Zambian, uh, our local guru in global surgery. Um, so I feel we are blessed to have uh, such uh, support for now, but hopefully once our our pandemic, our global crisis is over, then hopefully we will take this uh, further. That aside, 
what would you say is your vision for incision and global surgery as a whole in Zambia in the next, say, five, ten years? Um, so, you see, um, it's important to note that, um, that um, you know, Zambia has its own plan. The, the Ministry of Health through the government of Zambia has its own plan. So our aim is to back that plan and work with them. So um, as stipulated in its vision 2030, Zambia's goal is the successful attainment of uh, being prosperous middle-income country by the year 2030. Um, and Zambia believes that this goal is attainable by transforming the country into a nation of healthy and productive people. So the government um, of the Republic of Zambia through the Ministry of Health has continued to prioritize health services provision as a pathway of achieving this. And, and their overall goal is to improve the health status of the Zambian, uh, Zambian citizens in order to contribute to increased productivity and socioeconomic development. So as Incision Zambia, we need to understand these, uh, these goals and visions of Zambia so that we can work and contribute uh, to to the, to the vision because um, you know working as a team and supporting each other is the way forward in attaining um, the the goals of global surgery at large. But uh, you know, having said this, it is also important to say that uh, like many other countries, Zambia too didn't consider surgical, obstetric, and anesthesia care as part of public health intervention. In fact, surgery and anesthesia have traditionally been uh, neglected uh, sectors of healthcare in, um, in low and middle income countries and Zambia is no exception. But uh, Zambia fortunately realized this and uh, they have taken very important steps, especially after the launch of Lancet Commission of Global Surgery. Um, in, in May 2015, uh, the 68th World Health Assembly um, during this assembly, Zambia took a historic first step to ensure appropriate health care for the world by proposing and supporting the passage of uh, World Health Assembly Resolution 68.15. And, um, you know, this resolution called for strengthening emergency and surgical, essential surgical and anesthesia services as a component of universal health coverage. And um, to take these global aspirations, um, uh, Zambia through the Ministry of uh, Health, partnered with the Lancet Commission of Global Surgery to develop the National Surgery Obstetric and Anesthesia Strategic Plan uh, for the period 2017 to 2021. And in fact, this, uh, this plan was the first of its kind uh, in the world at the time. So like I said earlier, you know, it's estimated that 74% of Zambians do not have access to safe, affordable and timely surgical obstetric and anesthesia care and also 26% of Zambians are able to access uh, hospitals that can perform cesarean delivery, laparotomy, and stabilization of open fractures. It is therefore um, you know, um, important to redress this situation. And um, there have been concerted efforts to improve the provision of surgical obstetric anesthesia services in Zambia. So, in essence, I believe that uh, the future of global surgery in Zambia looks very bright from my point of view, because unlike in the previous uh, Zambia's national health strategic plans that was made in, um, I think, in 2011 to 2016 period, um, the new national health strategic plan focuses on several key priorities to ensure equitable access to surgical, obstetric and anesthesia services. 
And this plan focuses on increasing the surgical capacity to meet at least 80% of the surgical needs from the current 26%. Uh, and finally, um, the National Health Strategic Plan targets to increase the number of surgical, obstetric, and anesthesia providers to at least three per 100,000 population as compared to the current situation of 1.1 per 100,000 population. I think I would agree that the future of um, Zambia in the context of global surgery and um, public health in general does appear very bright. Just before we go on a lighter note, I wanted to ask if you have any advice for um, medical students currently looking to get involved in surgery or global surgery. Um, definitely. I think um, the earlier you start um, about reading about global surgery, uh, the better. Medical students need to have that passion for, for, for surgery, first of all. Once they do have that passion for surgery and, um, and develop the interest in global surgery at large, then they should um, get involved with the local chapters like national working groups of the UK or Zambia, America, and so forth. And also work with the um, public health sector so that uh, you know, they are the future surgeons, anesthetists, obstetricians, and um, they can help this um, uh, this family grow even larger and take it take it to a higher destinations. Thank you so much for that. It's been a pleasure having you on and talking to you. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Beryl, so much for having me.